Bienvenidos, señores y señores, al podcast de About Last Night con tus amigos Adam Ray y Brad Williams. Hey, ¿dónde está? Puedo ir al baño, queso. I just said, where is the bathroom? Can I go to the bathroom? Cheese. Sure you did. Uh, please, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to the About Last Night show. I'm Brad Williams. There's Adam Ray. Uh, do, you don't have some sort of magical SAP button on your <laughs> podcast machine, whatever that may be. Uh, we are coming to you from Mexico. Yeah, we, Cabo San Lucas. We are in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. The destination of married couples who want to escape their kids but have to bring them anyway. And yep. for uh, girls in their mid-30s yeah. who are looking to... Um, uh, have, have, you to know, flower a dwarf yes. in a pool. Yes. Not that that happened. It might have. Yeah, all yes. right. All right. It was our first day. It happened. <laughs> it happened. All right. It happened. Uh, I can only imagine that these, the um, desire to uh, uh, have sex with a dwarf is only even higher when you're on vacation. Because you're yeah. on an exotic island. You right. feel like you're away from... Mexico's an island? You know what, Brad? <laughs> yes, it is. It's an island in our hearts. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Lion King. <laughs> but uh, you, you are you are absolutely right. Like like when people are on vacation, they want to do something a little crazy. Yeah, uh, they want to have a little fun. And there's that. I mean, it used to just be what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That was where that phrase came from. When did that phrase start, by the way? Because clearly, anything that's ever happened in Vegas has not stayed in Vegas. No, wives no. find out that their husbands fuck prostitutes. Uh, yes. Parents find out that their kids gambled away yeah. their college fund. Right, exactly. All, uh, you all know, that happens. Grandma finds out that Grandpa you know, <laughs> traded in his pacemaker for the fucking Grand Slam at Denny's. Yeah, to pay, to pay back the mob. <laughs> yeah. So it happens. Uh, and it, I, I, I don't know. I think it started, like, Vegas started that whole ad campaign maybe, like, 15 years ago. It was a smart move because oh, it's yeah, like, like because, hey, adults, come here. Yeah, because you're saying whatever happens has to stay where it happened. I mean, mm-hmm. that's you're basically asking er- everyone to uh, forfeit their right to have a secret. Right. And, dude, that might be one of the greatest privileges of being a human being. I mean, think about any time somebody tells you, hey, you promise not to tell somebody, or you promise not to tell anybody, <laughs> you're already thinking of whose day you're going to make oh, absolutely. by telling them, absolutely. Hey, guess what, man? Hey. I know who's <laughs> having sex with Detlef Shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, two podcast listeners are just going insane right now. Like, <laughs> a Detlef Shrimp reference? Yeah. This is unbelievable. Well, it's Detlef Shrimp and, oh, okay. uh, and, um, yeah, and Detlef Shrimp's stepson. Yeah, Those that, are two listeners going crazy. That's true. Now, why are we here in Cabo? Uh, we are here in Cabo because uh, I got an email uh, from Travel well, Zoo. Let's just leave it at that and yeah. let the listeners decide why we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah, an yeah. email. Got we an email. showed up. We showed up. Hopefully we come back to the States. <laughs> It's so funny though, because uh, when I when I told everyone that I'm going to Cabo, and yeah, I'm just here to have a vacation. Uh, I worked 46 weeks on the road last year. That's a lot, and uh, I never took one of those vacation weeks like just for myself. Like, yeah, some 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 of the gigs are a lot of fun. Yeah, they're a blast. 
but uh, sometimes you just need to take a week or a few days just for you, and uh, that's what I decided to do. And rather than have a bevy of uh, semi-naked hot chicks <laughs> in my uh, villa, I, I decided to take my bromance buddy, <laughs> yeah. Adam Ray. Hey, just just as good of a call. Uh, just as good of a call. Uh, you, you both look equally good in an, a swimsuit. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I needed that today, man. <laughs> I was having a it's rough what, one. It's what happens like after that omelet, man, and a couple of Bloody Marys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're, ha- we're having a great time here. And yeah, the whole... What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Now I think that that's become a very overused phrase. Now I think people are just saying that no matter where they go. Yeah. Like, like, cause okay, what happens in Cabo stays in Cabo. We've heard that a couple times. But I, I feel like now you go to like the Costco. From, like, from us as we were peeing in the pool. Right. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. Thank hey, kid, what happens in Cabo stays in Cabo. <laughs> Turn around and shut up. You but, tell your dad, I swear to God, I'll pop your floaty. Right. But now I think you have got like girls like. Saying stuff like, what happens at Trader Joe's? Stay at the Trader Joe's. <laughs> like, no, that's wow. not. That's not. So like, what you're saying is the role <laughs> of the slut in, uh, in, in the 21st century has really Act, gained absolutely. a lot of, um, they're able to step outside just one location. Yeah. They're able to, to s- justify their behaviors. Yeah. They're, they're able to say, you know what? I don't want to be a, a, a whore. Just what happens at the Target Deli stays <laughs> at the Target Deli. You know it. Those <laughs> Ikea Swedish meatballs make me do some crazy ass <laughs> shit. <laughs> they are good though. They, let's they let's they not are. knock the Ikea no, meatballs. No, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> as, if as if there's a, a future sponsor for us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this podcast brought to you by Ikea <laughs> Swedish meatballs. <laughs> Click on the microphone button above the Ikea Swedish meatballs logo at ikea.com and enter the phrase about last night balls. And you're going to you know get what? If 10% that, off. Wow. If that's, I mean, shit, man. You just wrote the promo for them. <laughs> of charge. Yeah, so if IKEA meatballs go up right. like seventy percent in the next two weeks, yeah, that's why I'm gonna be irate. Absolutely, <laughs> I, I, irate sounds like a weird Jewish name to me. We've talked about this on yes. the podcast. Hey, irate. Hey, hey, irate. What's his first name though? <laughs> Howard irate? No, irate, irate Yastimsky. <laughs> irate Rosenbaum. Perfect. Uh, we've been having a good time in Mexico. Having a great time. Basically, the thoughts here in Mexico is you wake up. Uh, you have you start drinking, and uh, then you don't like everyone's trying to come up to us like, hey, you want to do uh, bungee jumping? Or yeah, we're going to the island. Going? We're going into the mainland. Oh, yeah. really? Are you not aware of the fucking place you paid to stay at, man? Yeah, you're staying at like we mentioned in the elevator. It's like when you're on the road and you're at the Holiday Inn Express in Kansas City. You're like, yeah, man, get me the fuck out of here <laughs> so I can go to even a cheesecake factory is more exciting at this point. Yeah, but when you're hotel, you're looking at. Homes that look like they're on the you know TLC network where right. couples are being like, I don't know if this is big enough. And you're sitting there being like, fuck you. I live with two roommates and I'm 30. And you're trying to decide whether nine baths is, is enough for you and your fucking husband who's actually gay. You just don't know it yet. And then there's nine pools out here. And yeah. it's like, and they're like, we're trying to go into the, to the uh, you know, San Lucas to go into town. Yeah. Go into town. You can go back into town once you fly back to the States. You're here, exactly. And everyone uh, we we got here, we're staying at a resort called uh, the Cabo Azul Resort, which is... Which is uh, Spanish for the Cabo Blue Resort. Oh, thank you. Good job, Adam Ray. Well, that took three years in high school, and it has not (laughs) left my memory as you... (laughs) You're winning. Uh, It's great, and... uh, It was a journey for me to get here. 
Oh, because you were coming from... Well, I was coming from Denver okay. to the Comedy Works for the first time. You've done it many times. Best it's, club in the country. Yeah, it really is. I, I kept hearing that from numerous comics, and uh, it made it lived up to it. Did the downtown one, which is much more intimate, mm -hmm. people right up on you. Mm -hmm. Then the uh, landmark one, which is more of a theater, mini theater. Yep. Uh, and Just as incredible. I headlined that one yeah. on the one night. So I did an hour that night. Great. And, uh, man, it was just awesome. It's just... It really, hey man, I love opening for you, mm -hmm. but man, I can see why headlining is so dope. To right. have an extra 30 minutes is just, also, I'm also, hey man, the more you do it, the more comfortable you get. So I'm yeah. still, and you know, after the movie comes out, I'm going to be doing it a lot. So it's like, I that, need to. That movie is The Heat with uh, Melissa McCarthy, uh, Sandra Bullock, America's Sweetheart, <laughs> and our own Adam Ray, everyone. Oh, yeah. So a little extra plugs. Thank you, sir. But, you know, it's like just getting getting used to that time of having a beginning, middle, and end of having mm -hmm. not just, oh, I'm crushing for 20, 25 minutes. you got to, like, there's, a pay, there's much more uh, being aware of pace. And, and, yeah. and, and also the, the, um, just knowing that I can take my time. And, right. you know, I do a lot of crowd work. I, I like to. And to be able to go into the crowd and have, if, if a moment is great, and to be spending, at one point I spent 10 minutes with a pothead and a woman who, <laughs> who asked her what she's doing. And she goes, uh, bookkeeping bookkeeping purposes or something she said it so fast I go booking penises that's what I thought she said it turned into a 10 minute thing where I was like now are you booking penis now I'll, at first I'm like maybe okay maybe you are um, you book male gigolos and you were right. trying to be fancy with the description yeah. of your job I book penises god damn it hotel oh. Woo! speaking of tiny pinatas um, <laughs> there should there should you should be a pinata like you should be a pinata I was very scared when we did we Went to a beach party last night, yeah. and uh, when they started saying, like, oh, we're going to do a bunch of Mexican traditions, I'm like, if they say piñata and they give people sticks, they're going to look at me and say, oh, that's the practice one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm four foot nothing, you know, I'm dressed in colorful attire. Yeah, you ripped it up last night, by the way. Oh. I, I might have to pull up the video footage on my phone, but, um, oh boy. Man, you, so there's a limp, so the beach party, mm -hmm. you, pay, you pay money to go down on the beach. Yep. To be... Steps away from the ocean. Yeah. Just really incredibly picturesque. Yeah. And, and there was food and booze. And unlimited of each because you paid a certain price, which yeah. was, uh, yeah, 40,000 pesos or 10 bucks. Uh, <laughs> but again, <laughs> yo, the currency exchange is kind of like the prize center at Dave & Buster's. You're like, all right, I spent $600 in quarters. I won 25,000 tickets. And what do I get? Oh, cool. And now and later in six bouncy balls <laughs> and a laminated photo of Montel Jordan hugging an AIDS-free Magic Johnson. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I would totally want that picture. Uh, yeah, so we, so we go down. First and of all, how great was the MC? Oh, he was having fun. Yo, he was, at, yeah, great way to put it. He was having fun. Yeah. Me saying how great was saying how uh, this guy just, they wanted a guy with charisma. Sure. And a guy who can keep the party moving. Right. And a hype man. Right. That's a necessary uh, profession. Right. Because you need that. And you need that. Obviously, we're the only ones who were their comics. And actually, but also, actually, we had more appreciation for the fact that when he was trying to make jokes and they weren't hitting. Right. Other people in the crowd are the ones who judge because they know, they don't know he's not a comic. Exactly. They see guy with Mike, and as soon as you try to make a joke, you're going to be judged as a comedian. Right. You're that guy. Even if you're, you're giving a, a speech... If you're opening a graduation, like uh, mm -hmm. I remember my school of theater graduation before uh, uh, Neil Armstrong spoke at the USC, gra USC nice. graduation, which, by the way, was incredible. He came out and he gave it the most inspiring, you know, just, you know, I was on the moon. 
Good luck topping that shit, motherfucker. <laughs> Suck my dick. I'm out. It was just, you know. And that's all you need to yeah, say. That's all you need to say. He's so like, like, well, I, be- I better work yeah, pretty hard. Just clapping. I'm like, yeah, dude. I mean, you were on the moon, and we're not going to top that. Exactly. <clears throat> um, but this guy was just uh, doing a lot of what we'd seen before um, with a big, jolly host like this, where the guy just, what's up? What's up? Where are you from? Where are you from? Yeah. Oh, C- Connecticut? Nah. Well, you, you married? How long you married? <laughs> How, really? Oh, that's cool. How, who else married in here? How long you married? Man, we're married. We're married. Two years? That shit don't count. I want somebody. That don't, that don't, if you've been married less than ten years, that shit don't count. And that's like a joke. Yeah. The way. And also, he's good at saying shit in a way that sounds like you should laugh afterwards. Right. You know, because like, he, he says it where you think, okay, here comes the punchline right now. Yeah. yeah and right now. Like, yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, I should like, laugh right anybody now. Anybody get the potatoes? Yeah, they were good, huh? <laughs> Wish there was some mustard with those potatoes. <laughs> Like, yeah, like what? Yeah, He's me, me too. Was that a joke, or he just really <laughs> fired up about the lack of mustard? So, uh, so we're uh, so we're having some great food. We're having some booze, and we're just having a great time. And all of a sudden, the host comes on and says, "All right, everyone, it is time for the limbo competition." Now, what goes off in your dwarf brain when you hear limbo competition? Oh shit! Like I hear limbo competition. What's the equivalent? That's the equivalent to uh, that's like okay. That's like at the stockholders meeting at Walmart. The one black sales rep is there, just sitting there, and they're like, "All right, now we're gonna do a dunk contest." He's like, <laughs> "Fuck yes, <laughs> I got this." On the mini hoops in the back in the sporting section, we have we have little tyke hoops, oh. and they're all like sixty-five-year-old white white executives and the one black guy is like I own this this is mine yeah so when they say limbo I'm like oh this is this is my time to shine this this is my time to shine and you did and I did and uh, here's the thing is uh, I mean no no one knows I'm a performer right so I'm not just limboing I'm I'm putting a little like I I, I do a little booty shake by the way you're giving you're doing a great service to dwarves everywhere because like I don't I mean but I'm speaking off of the one I know who has a lot of charisma and energy and right. is a, a lot of fun to be around all the mm-hmm. time. But hey, man, are there dwarves that wouldn't have jumped into limbo and gotten all... Yeah, they would have been like, ah, oh, I'm not degrading myself I mean, I'm asking like you, are that. There, are, are, oh, absolutely. Yeah, there I are. mean, because yeah, they're just like, hey, I, yeah, I'm not going to be a, a show. Yeah. Whereas you're like, hey... People are gonna fucking love what's yeah. about to happen. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm, I'm doing dance moves. Going. Oh, you're incredible. Going, going up to the limbo. And you, <laughs> the first few times too, you walked right under <laughs> and still had the audacity <laughs> to pump your fist in the air afterwards, like fuck yeah. <laughs> and I saw some people who were like, I can't even get that. Like, I, you know, I can't even bend down that far. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I literally walked under. Then there's like this this Jamaican dude talk, talking mad, you know, shit in a Jamaican accent, and he's like. You know he's like six foot two. Oh so, yeah. So he's he's way more flexible than me. He was cool running as it uh, cool running as it <laughs> under every move. Right. Feel the rhythm. Feel the line. Get on up. It's limbo time. <laughs> cool runnings. And he like backs up. They were gonna the make that until John Candy died. Ah, cool cool runnings too. Yeah. The limbo. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and I think the MC could tell I was cool because like after every time I went under, he's like. Oh, some, somebody better get him out. Yeah. Somebody get oh, yeah. him out. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And uh, so... We, it was down to you and, like, a, we, an old woman who they let walk through every time. Right, every time. So, you know, okay, that's that's not my competition. You have to, yeah. But then, uh, these two girls, one uh, can only be described as an Asian acrobat. Yeah. Uh, Great way to put it. Cir- Cirque du Soleil. Cirque du Soleil meets, um, you know... Holy, this like the, the Chinese meets Kill Bill Olympic Volume team. Two. Yeah, <laughs> meets yeah, Ch- meets Chung Yao Fat, meets in his athletic days, meets uh, Chun Li from Street Fighter. Darn right, Katsa. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, so she was incredible. Oh, she's going nuts. And then uh, the partner, her partner, this, uh, black, uh, this black booty dancer, black black booty dancer named Dot. Uh, I found out her name's Dot because her real name is Dorothy, and she and she didn't think Dorothy was a sexy name, so she went Dot. Uh, and I mean, you know. Well, I have a grandma named Dorothy, so I'm kind of like, yeah. Well, for sure. Okay. You're only named Dorothy if, you know, you were born before <laughs> 1950. Right. So, you know, she updated. And this girl looks straight up like when you see a Ja Rule video. Oh, yeah. She looks like she's in the Ja Rule video. I think she forgot where she was from, and she thought she was washing cars with her butt cheeks. Because <laughs> <laughs> either Nelly was playing in her head, or right? she was just trying to shake a quarter that was stuck in her thong oh, out of God. it. Oh, my God. And but, I mean, she was... That, and you know what's funny? She started doing that, and it was actually helping. Yeah. Like, shaking her ass in the, in the rapper music video style was, right. like, somehow getting her lower to the ground without falling and widening her stance and securing it into the sand. Oh, and then she was able to bend her neck back. Oh. I'm getting excited just talking about this. I'll be right back. <laughs> We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with more about last night. <laughs> no, she was great, and you're so right. it was down to you three. It was down to us three. They, they go down to a height that it's probably about three foot Two, because uh, it was a, it was about the size of one, one of my ex girlfriends. Hey yo, hey yo, and uh, I couldn't do it, man. I I walk up, I bend back, and the thing is, is I got about a fourteen pound head, and when you bend back and throw that thing backwards, that's a lot of weight it on really the other is. side. It really is, and I didn't have a counterweight, so I so I fell over, and when I fell down. It was like the Yankees just got eliminated from the playoffs. Oh, dude, like, you're so right. Like everyone's people just were like furious, uh, man. Everyone's just like 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 you had the you had the some people that were just angry, and then the some people that were like, yeah, you know what? He's he's the ringer. Fuck that guy, oh, dude. He deserves to be out. <laughs> dude, people were fucking furious, man. Yeah, it, uh, it, 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 it was insane because you um, you know, you were favored. Yeah, everybody and, thought, everybody saw you, and was like, there's no reason this guy should not win. But then they saw a rap girl's titties and were like, you know what? We could probably give it to her too. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it she was. She could also be a possible winner. <laughs> yeah, that guy was hitting on her mad too. It was great. Oh. Every time she'd get on her, he'd be like, damn, girl, damn, damn. And he'd like grab her when she almost fall. be like, you good. What's your name? What's your, name? What's your Facebook page? <laughs> I believe one time as she was going under, uh, the MC even said, like, you know what? Even if you fall, you still in. Yeah. You still in. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was not about to let her. And uh, she she ended up beating the Asian acrobat. So um, basically what we're trying to say, ladies, is uh, big booty hoes, <laughs> up with it. Uh, you, guys, yeah. you, you guys can accomplish anything. Yeah. And if you put your mind to it and your butt <laughs> to it, shaking it. it put it, your mind to it and your butt to the tune of Nelly's uh, <laughs> Hot in Here. Or oh, done. Country Grammar. Mystical shape. How did country grammar go? That would always play up. We going down, down, baby. Yeah, yeah. See the living, going the streets, we yeah. baby. And then hot in here went. Hot in, so hot in here. Right, yeah. See, those songs are great because hot in here has that line where like it's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes. Yeah. And when it does that, women in the clubs they start taking Isn't clothes that amazing? off. Amazing, dude. I mean, he, you, if you put. Any sort of like subliminal message behind a, uh, a beat. It's not even subliminal. Yeah, just basically just as, get naked. <laughs> you're right. It was very, very direct. It's, it's just yeah. it's chicks yeah. get naked. Show your tits and butt is basically yeah. the subtext there. I know, and that happens with a bunch of songs. I mean, they they. You but know, that doesn't have a nice, uh, as good a ring to it. Right. And, and, it's and getting hot in here, so show your tits and butt. Like that's not gonna. 
people, no, you're going to be able to sell that at the Target. Any song where, like, put your hands in the air. Yeah. Everyone puts their hands yeah. in the air. Just like, hey, we're white. We don't know what to do. We're fucked. So tell us what that's to do. That's really what it is. Rhythmical black man. Yo, that's <laughs> really what it is. Yeah. It, You've it, really struck a chord here. Darn right. So I think about all the times I'm told to do something with dancing. Mm-hmm. And then when you go against the grain and you're like, I'm going to be my own man. I'm going to come with my own moves. Oh, that's when no. you get kicked out of the club that, for yeah. doing some, some weird racist exactly. shit. Like, hey, you man. end up doing the high Hitler, and they're like, hey, man. <laughs> You knew this was a fucking bar mitzvah party. <laughs> That's not good. Uh, so, yeah, so now, basically what I'm saying in, is Nelly is if you're a subscriber to this podcast, which I'm pretty sure Nelly is, we're, oh, right, yeah. we're right in his demographic. Nelly Furtado, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I make a bird. Uh, I make a bird, is that what you said? No, that's your song. I'm like a bird. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like a bird. I anyway. thought you said, I make a bird. <laughs> I was like, sure. I make a bird. <laughs> Sounds like a bird. I the Nelly, what we're trying to say is instead of it's getting hot in her, take off all your clothes. How about um, it, it, we're having a great time, a Ladies should start blowing midgets. That wow. that should be a song because they, they'll start. We're having a great time, so ladies start blowing dwarves. I am getting so hot. I'm having a great time. Where's Brad? Because <laughs> then I know that whatever room I'm in, all right. Wow. There's not gonna be other dwarfs. I mean, you know, I'm you, there. You bring up a good point. You also bring up a good, uh, a, a good a new song for Nelly to resurrect his career with. Everybody yeah. needs that one thing, man. Yeah. So just do that, Nelly. Just have instructional videos on, and ju- and just go through like, because ev- you know how uh, Sir Mix a lot when he released Jump on It, yeah, not Baby Got Back, yeah, Jump on It. He had like he sent out different versions to different areas of the country, so it, w- it would be like Seattle, Jump on yeah. It, oh, and, yeah. then, and and then you drive to Chicago, they're like Chicago, yeah. Jump on It. So here's what you <clears> do, Nelly. He's also from Seattle. Yeah. So I mean that was good, man. Yeah. So uh, Nelly, here, here's what you do. You you release a ladies blow a and then just insert any race group. Oh, uh, so every radio station can can yeah have the, uh, yeah so like luxury of filling in the blank. So like uh pow, so like power one hundred six and like rap mad libs. Yeah, <laughs> rap mad libs. <laughs> I need a, that's actually a great idea for oh a mad my libs god book. rap lyrics and you fill in the mad lib. Uh, yeah, this girl was give me an adjective twerking. <laughs> <laughs> She was rubbing her tits on my noun. Face! <laughs> uh, and then like two sentences later, and her friend was rubbing her tits on my car! <laughs> no, we need a verb. Running! <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, no, yeah. Her tits were verb. Uh, <laughs> sleeping! <laughs> sleeping. No. Dude, have you played Mad Libs before? <laughs> Right. Her sleeping tits Her were pressing tits. on my friend's car. Uh, yeah, uh, we we need a we, 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 we need a verb. Making it rain. <laughs> That's a three word. Don't care. We're using it. It's rap Mad Libs. Her tits were making what it rain. What happens in Cabo stays in Cabo. <laughs> even Woo! with Mad Libs. Yeah, that's that, actually a great idea. That would that would be great. Rap Mad Libs. Oh, I I, Let's I think not forget this. I, I think that's the new beach party game that they should play tomorrow night. No, that's a great idea. Right? Is that, is it, does that exist? I don't think it does. All right. All right. Uh, work to do. P- yeah, people who listen to me about last night's show, uh, send us, tweet us at Adam Ray Comedy, at Funny Brad. Tweet us your rap Mad Libs. <laughs> Hashtag rap Mad Libs. <laughs> Just like, give me a verb. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, it's going to be I'm good. I have to patent this before, before it goes viral. <laughs> See, and here's the thing is now we're having, we're having such a good time in Cabo. Yeah. We're, ha- we're having so much fun. And then I come back to the room <laughs> last night. And Adam Ray, uh, you're in tears. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, here's you know. Then, first of all, what I was happened? on three hours sleep the night before. Sure. I, I I'm on the way to the. Air- oh, all right. You know what? One second. Pause. They're probably calling. They're probably calling to say, "Hey, did you fucking tip our staff member a dollar six? You fuck." Are we back? We're back. We're back. Okay. That was uh, that was the front desk calling. Uh, calling, so- wondering why I was sobbing last night. Why was there? <laughs> Why was somebody singing the Shema and crying at 10.45 at night? So, again, I missed my fl- I almost missed my flight because yeah. um, I, I saw Sunday, May 19th the whole time, I guess. I just thought – in my head, I was like, you're leaving Monday. Mm-hmm. And I never, I guess – I just got my flight for the wrong day. Yeah. So um, I, uh, I luckily was able to get a flight okay. uh, and get here um, in relatively decent time, mm-hmm. and, um, which would have been awful because I would have been super bummed because yeah. I uh, – you know, had a, a passport expedited as two weeks before we leave. Brad's like, you got your passport? He goes, we invited some friends. He goes, they can't come. They don't have passports. And I was like, passport? <laughs> oh, yeah. I might need that oh, going dude. to Mexico. So, luckily, Andrew Santino used to work at a passport place and hooked me up. And I got, I mean, in like four days. Oh, ago. good. Yeah, you call it. Yeah. yeah. Call anyway. favor. So last night, sometimes, on the road, sometimes you just get to a, I don't want to say lonely, but vulnerable place where you're like, I'm by myself. It's kind of nice. It's just me and my thoughts. Right. Um, oh, no, and I'll, I'll describe this uh, to, to people that I meet on the road. There, and th- th- this sucks that this happens, but this literally happens every night you, you do a show. You, you do a show. You're killing. The entire audience is just, ah, they're in the palm of your hand. You you're go from great high time. to low in then you go, Yeah, then you go to your hotel room, and you're by yourself, and that feeling sucks. What other profession every does night. Uh, set you up for that? Like the only thing a I could think of, not even you're around people all the time. Yeah, you, you, the only thing I could think of is other performers, and that's that, that's just something that you deal with, or you know, baseball game or uh, baseball players. Yeah, but even comedy, athletes. like even I mean, I don't know, man, maybe like jugglers or ma- magicians. I'm sure they've got like the same type of, you know. <laughs> yeah, because you're you know, on Gangnam Style dance to a close. <laughs> you're all, you're on the highest high, and then you just go back, and everyone thinks you're a god yeah. in the comedy club, and yeah. then you go back to your hotel room. And uh, you try you try to text your girlfriend, and she's busy, so she's yeah. off doing shit, so she can't comfort you. Oh, yeah. And maybe I'm just going off on a personal rant right here, and things are getting a little emotional. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you want it? Actually, you know what? Here, keep talking for a minute. Okay. Adam, I'm going re- to read you something that I fucking... Oh, Adam's getting up. He's going to go get this something. Is, this, this shows you exactly how uh, the road is. I sent a text. I might have texted you this, Brad. When I was in Tahoe, did you get my long-ass text when I was in Tahoe? I don't know. What was it? Get ready for this, man. Okay. All right. So I was in Tahoe, and it was exactly what we're talking about. I was there by yeah. myself. I was headlining. Erin Foley was the feature, and she's awesome. Great. But she had her sister there, and they were splitting. They didn't want to hang out too late. Right. And I was like, all right, well, we had one show Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, so Thursday. Show's over like 9, 10, 9.45. Yeah. I'm like, I'm in Tahoe. Nice young. Casino. Nice young. There's right. no people around. What do I do? I don't have any pot. Yeah. And this is again. I think I told later. I said where I went. I told the story on the craft feast where I went to the guy's room two doors down because I smelled pot and I knocked on their door and asked if I could come smoke with them. <laughs> have I told you that story? No, you, no, you didn't tell me that story. Oh, maybe I have to. Oh shit! All right, well, yeah. uh, so we do that. We got time. This is what I. Yeah, this might be on the second episode of this podcast. So this is what I text him while I'm on the road in Tahoe. This is text who? To uh, a buddy of mine in Seattle. Okay. I want you just to read this out loud. All right. Because you've never seen this before. I have so not. This is, so this is what I text. This is after the show, 
and just the feeling of what we're talking about, being vulnerable and by yourself in a city you haven't been to before. All right, here it is. The, the high from the show, everyone leaves. You go to the Hard Rock Bar to have a salad at Patron on the Rocks. You watch two hammered girls hit, hit on a guy with a handlebar mustache in his 60s. He may fuck them both. I don't care. Salad was good. Don't feel like gambling or going back to the room. Wish I had pot, but probably wouldn't smoke it. Bored. Jerked it earlier, so that's out. I wonder what Lamps Armstrong is up to. Hashtag Tahoe. <laughs> good lord, man. Yeah, dude. I want to slip my wrists after that. No way. No Ugh. way. It, but, it, it, I mean, that was, yo, I, that was all in jest, obviously. Like, sure. I was like, I wasn't depressed. I was just no, like, just trying, you're trying I'm to make such a, funny. Yeah, and I'm also, I was just, uh, I was just bored. Yeah. But it was really like, well, but I'm bored in Tahoe. There's got to be something to do. Right. Um, so you come back to the room last night. Yeah, and again, you by yourself. It's it's. Uh, I know this is probably leaning towards. Okay, man, cool. We don't want to hear about you masturbating while your buddy's in the other room. <laughs> That's not what this story is. This is a heartwarming tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of me going online and seeing the Facebook news feed. Somebody posts a story about this kid who was diagnosed with terminal cancer when he was fourteen. Mm-hmm. He wrote this song because he like loves music. Had all these celebrities make like uh, a um, basically lip sync. To the video of Kinda him, like a "We Are the World" type yeah. thing. Yeah, he died yesterday. So uh-huh. they, which was already sad because I had been like I followed his story a little bit. As soon as he, you know, got diagnosed with it when he was fourteen, they they didn't give. They said maybe a year. He lived four years, so still pretty incredible. That's awesome. Well, that's uh, but the kid, you know, he's got two brothers and sisters. His parents, great family. He's like, and then basically, I just end up watching a like mini documentary on this kid, like fifteen mm-hmm. minutes, and mm-hmm. of interviewing him and. Talking about, he said, "I want to be known for that. I didn't quit fighting. Like that, I was like that. I was um, that. I won or whatever. Yeah. And like, and then uh, and then he's in his like younger sister was like his best friend. And like having them like talk about him being dude. It was just like way too much. I was a couple drinks in. I'm coming right. down. Yeah. And dude, I am just. I, I don't know if I've cried like that in a long time, man. Like wow. I, honestly, like I mean, it wasn't to the point. Like I don't think I'm. I can't remember the last time I've cried where it's been like." Loud and like you know you're panting and huffing and puffing. Yeah, I got the little snot bubbles. Yeah, probably when my grandpa died when it was that. But uh, mm-hmm. but, but this uh, this was just like you're you know you're you know you're in Cabo. You're on vacation, so part of you's like, <laughs> why are you crying on vacation? The right. other half of you's like, hey man, your buddy's in the other room. Don't wake him up with your fucking tears. <laughs> <laughs> he comes up also, and for sure the same way that you check when if you're you know jerking it and you have somebody else there and you're checking. Right. Like, yeah. I would cry, and at a point when I would like, like I would look over to see if you would come out, because I was like, "All right, yeah, what's more embarrassing? You coming out seeing me like jerking it, or you coming out seeing me crying <laughs> to a cancer video on Facebook?" I would rather see you cry. I, I, I'd rather see you jerking it. Yeah, to, to, to be honest with yeah, you, because sure. at least it's weirder. Because at least yourself. you're like, yeah, and at least you're like, cool. That's something that I do too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, your yeah. your porn tastes are a little different yeah. than mine. Although, what if? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even gonna go where I was about to go and be like, what if I was doing both? Uh, <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but then, uh, but but then, well, well, talking about it, it's funny. You mentioned porn and like jerking it or crying. The weird part is, is <laughs> the, the, weird, the weird part. We'll be right back. Well, no, the, you, the weird part. Where are you going with this? No, you no. mentioned just jerking listen. it, porn, and crying. Just listen. And I just want to tell you that that's every Sunday for me. <laughs> <laughs> just listen. I have a point. You're describing my Wednesday. My point is that when you see something like sad either on Facebook or in the news or whatever, 
how long do you go? Like that, like that could be a major buzzkill. Oh, kill. before clicking on it, yeah. Well, that's why I knew because I, you know. Well, no, I wasn't going there. Oh, like before, like let's say, okay. Oh, you have a date that night. Yeah. Oh. Because this happened to me after the uh, Boston Marathon bombings, and or, and everyone was talking about it, and it's sad. But then you're going out on a date, and it's like. But you want to be. But you're also like, uh, I want to. I want to be caught up to date so I can talk about current events. Right. I want you know. I want to have some knowledge, so I click on some articles. I click on some photo. No. Right. And you see a photo of a leg dismembered yeah, or yeah, a face. Yeah, and it's just terrible. And then you're on this date, and you know, obviously it's in the news, so you're both talking about it, and like you're you're, you're waiting. When's the perfect moment to be like, okay, yeah. The Boston things are a tragedy, but how am I going to get it in tonight? <laughs> like, how do you make that transition? I don't know. If you, I don't know when you do. I mean, it's yeah, because like if I had had a date mm-hmm. or any sort of arrangement, right? Last night, <laughs> uh, there's no way. I, I mean, at that point, I think three minutes into that video, and as soon as the first tear rolled out of my eye, my dick basically was just like, "Hey, man, not happening tonight. <laughs> I'm going to sleep." So don't try to wake me up. I'm piecing out. Because if you do, you know, I might, uh, I might fucking just pull a little improv and go limp on you and maybe, maybe break us. Yeah. Maybe. And do some embarrassing stuff. It's kind of like, I mean, it's kind of like whenever you take your girl on a movie date. Yeah. You always, I don't care if, if you look at that chick flick that you're, that you're going to go see and be like, all right, I know every nuance of that plot that's yeah. obvious yeah no you still check it out check out the reviews check out the plot because you because you don't want to be there and then have something crazy happen in in the movie and then she's like oh my god that guy just cheated you do that don't you yeah or like oh, oh god yeah or like the the main character's best friend is a rock star or a comedian or someone on the road he's like oh well so and so just banged 40 chicks and got an STD. And she's like, that, she's like, that's what you do, don't you? And you're like, oh, fuck, no. Yo, why do they do that to us, man? I know. They, it's, you know what? It, and this is, quite honestly, the problem uh, with, like, reality TV, like The Bachelor and shit. You know, mm-hmm. like, because, hey, man, um, I'm not saying, like, The Bachelor. Like, that guy, you know, four dates in, mm-hmm. took that girl, uh, or no, five dates in, closed the show, and went uh, elephant riding into the Thailand sunset. <laughs> hey, cocksucker, you're fucking it up for the rest of us. That's five dates in. Five That's dates five in for most in. of us. Hey, you want to go to the Outback and watch Pirates of the Caribbean 2 on Blu-ray? <laughs> that doesn't sound as cool after I just watched this fucking guy walk right endangered species into the sunset like Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade. <laughs> and, and it's like, I'm not saying don't be creative because obviously like, you know, even this even goes for guys who like propose to the women using the Jumbotron. Like, yeah. you got to be creative because yeah. that's – women want romance, and there's mm-hmm. no reason for you sh- to not think outside the box. Using the Jumbotron, if you've ever used that, you should jump into a river <laughs> with a bowling ball because – and I'm not saying down. kill yourself. I'm just, jump, just saying jump into a river with, with a bowling, bowling ball, ball and look yeah. like an idiot yeah. in a park for a little bit. Sure, and be- at least, like, scare yourself yeah, a little bit. because, dude, just pointing to something going, hey, look at that. Eh? <laughs> like, that's pretty much what you're doing with proposing on Jumbotron. But, like, what, why they get conditioned to think that TV is, and movies, is that when you say the girls want this fairy, bale, fairy tale ending or the... Sure. The, it's like, they watch this guy right off into the sunset, and not that they expect it, but a small part of them goes, now they're just judging us with that um, right. barometer of, like, of excellence, of, 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 of creativity, where it's like, you know, I wrote a song for you for Valentine's Day. Oh, cool, that's great. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm the bachelor he had... He wrote a song for it and had Jason Mraz sing it, but you know, <laughs> you're like, yeah, but 
I don't know I Jason mean, Mraz. I don't know Jason Mraz. <laughs> that would be like if I saw an episode of The Bachelor, and at the end of the date, they get into the car and uh, to go on the date, and two more girls pop out of the back seat. Yeah. And she goes, I brought a couple of friends. Right. We're all going to fuck you in your car. <laughs> and then you cut to you on your actual date. And she gives you a kiss goodnight, and you go, whoa, that's it? And she goes, what do you mean? And, she, and he goes, well, on The Bachelor, this guy had a threesome in his right. car. And she goes, well, that's TV. And he goes, exactly! exactly. It's not real, so it's you can't real. start expecting that. I know, because I don't, women just want this uh, over-exaggerated romance, and what they don't realize is that you're a comedian, and you go on the road sometimes to Ohio, and you're feeling really lonely, Uh-oh. and then you go out to a strip club, and then there's an Asian stripper with size, with size double D titties, and she's got daddy issues, and because she's Asian, she's been around small people her entire life, so she, she's a little comfortable with it, she's not quite freaked out with your dwarfism, and she grabs you in the champagne room, and all of a sudden, while, while, while she's giving you that lap dance, shit gets real, you have that moment where, where you lock eyes, and she looks at you and thinks, wow, maybe, maybe Maybe if I fuck this guy, I'll feel a little less dead inside. And and you go back to the hotel room and and you just have mad sex. Just because that happens doesn't mean I don't love you. <laughs> what happened? I never said it didn't. <laughs> That's hilarious. What happened? That's not hilarious. not not that I was speaking from personal experience. No, no, man. You that was, was, that just was a, for a friend. That was just a general. Hey, man, it was for a friend. <laughs> um, you. you you know what? You had an interesting question to me uh, when we were doing the limbo competition last night. Is you uh, looked at me? You're like, dude, this is awesome. You're like succeeding in something minorly athletic, and you and you asked me if I had like, like, did I play sports when I was in? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 like, elementary well, school, sports in elementary school, but then also, what was your go-to game at recess? Because like, yeah. yo, I was a fat kid, mm-hmm. and. Um, in football, people so, pick me first because yep. nobody wanted to be tackled by me. Right. And I know that because somebody said that as they picked me once. <laughs> it was just fucking Honest John who was just like, we're picking uh, Adam. And then somebody goes, what? And he goes, dude, I don't want to be tackled by him. <laughs> I'm hearing this as I'm walking over to my team. Right. Quote, unquote, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your you team. Know, and you're like, man. My friends for 20 minutes. Hey, if I wasn't eating these Thin Mints, I'd be really yeah, depressed yeah. right now. If I didn't have Girl Scout cookies in my pocket. <laughs> so... So, 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 but it was, yeah, it was, so football, was football. Basketball was always great because I was a quick fat kid. And yeah. I just basketball was my sport. Um, Twitch. Kickball, yeah. Kickball, uh, I mean, I could kick the ball far. Yeah. But I mean, but, but, there was, but there was only, only, I mean, most of them I wasn't picked. Football was the only one I was picked first, or maybe basketball. But there was, again, quicker, more athletic kids. Sure. Always. Um, my game was basketball, and I know you're like, what? Brad's a midget. Yeah, but in elementary school, the height gap wasn't that different. Yeah. You know, once I get to junior high, I'm at four foot, everyone's like five, five two, whatever. Yeah, but okay. no, first through fifth grade, elementary you're school, on par with everybody. Yeah, I, I, the height difference is six inches. Uh, it's not that. It's not that great. I mean, I'm three foot four. They're three foot eight. Perfect. Yeah, it's, it's gold. So basketball was great, but um, and I think we all had this kid. You all had the kid that was picked last. That just came out. Oh God. He wanted to be cool. Yeah. Every time, and but and no matter how many times he got picked last, uh, he was still he he would still show up. Showed a lot of heart. Uh, did 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 you have one of those kids? Because I, I know I did. Yeah, I mean, there was... I mean, God, who was that kid? Uh, who was that kid? I know mine. Mine was uh, Tay Kim. I was just going to say, mine was a foreign kid. Oh, really? It was Tayon. Tayon? Tayon. Oh, and you know what he used to say? What's that? I do your grandma. That was his comeback. <laughs> I do your grandma. 
Yo, yeah, I man. do your grandma. I do your grandma. Oh, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. I do your grandma. Like he was funny because I remember in my circle of buddies, we never made fun of him, but we would set him up to say things to him that he would say because he knew that he'd say that back and it would make us laugh. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. Like, hey, uh, like it was like you know, hey Tayon, did you um, uh, how'd you do on the math test? It was tough for me to. To think about it, because I kept thinking about your mom naked, and he'd just be like, I do your grandma. <laughs> and that was awesome. his comeback every time. Yeah. Oh, that works. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's like the foreign kid, and he, and he, and he wants to fit in, because uh, Tay, uh, Tay Kim, uh, he was definitely it. But and, and if I ever have the, the chance to make movies, I'm going to make this movie, okay? Tay was picked last every time. Bad Asian kid, glasses, just most unathletic. Yeah. But then, but he stuck. But he stuck in. He came to every, every game to try to participate. And this is yeah, this is like the Asian Rudy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's all you need to say. That's Lude. all you need for the pitch. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. <laughs> oh my God, Rudy, Asian Rudy, Rudy. <laughs> so um, he, Tay sucks. And then one day we're playing dodgeball, and. Uh, there's three players left on one team. It's it, it, it it's Tay and then two kind of whatever guys. And then the best guy, the best, mo- most athletic kid named TJ, he, he's got the ball on the other side. And he's like, all right, I got three guys left to knock out. Obviously, I'm, obviously I'm going to go to Tay. Yeah. So he runs at Tay, chucks it. We're all just like – and we're all goading him to do it because it's like we, we want to see how hard you could hit Tay. Yeah. Because people would. Like he had one where – he got hit right in the face. His glasses like exploded on his face, and he started crying. And we felt bad. Until, and, and, and for until sure, he, he sees. He, yeah, and he's <laughs> seen that laughing. moment in slow mo. By the way, oh yeah. Anytime a glasses break on a nerdy fat Asian kid, oh, like dude. it's in slow mo, and he's that moment is lasting for hours. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm sure he's having flashbacks to that moment. And then here comes TJ. He's going right at Tay. Throws it. Tay catches the ball. And, like, he's never caught one. And, by the way, snapping a ball that's being chucked out of midair really hard is, like, oh. an incredible athletic feat in general. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's just it, – it, and when you do it – and TJ threw hard, man, and Tay just palms it. Everyone just goes apeshit. Like, there's, like, wait, there's like half a second of, like, wait, what? And yeah. then <laughs> – Right, yeah. And Tay, like, holds oh up the ball. God. He holds up the ball above his head and starts showing it to everyone, like, I got the ball. Was he screaming? Yeah, yeah, was yeah. He just like, oh, my God, dude. And that, and, and that, of course, means TJ's out, and he was the last player, so Tay won the game. Dude, and that – That's – Like, that's going to be my Mighty Ducks movie. Oh, yeah, dude. When I, when I, when I make money, take what him. fucking – If you're out take there. Take him. What would you call it? Oh, uh, let's see. Um, a, a, a Good Tay to Die. <laughs> Why? Because at the end he kills himself, <laughs> no, or he's no, thinking God. about killing himself. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. He has that. Uh, then he has that moment, and then that turns his life. Yeah, around. or uh, a a a tay a that will live in infamy. <laughs> a tay that will live in infamy. Holy shit! That's How's so that? Funny. Would you not go see a, a tay that 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 will live in infamy? No, I mean that's T A E. That's really fucking funny. <laughs> um, so, man, it, it's funny that they were both foreign kids for us. But I, I guess you know they, they come in, they want to be, they, they want to be accepted. Yeah, I mean every dude, elementary school recess is maybe one of the most uh, nerve wracking places in the world and like yeah. scenarios because it's twenty to thirty minutes of, I mean, you think you're, 
when, at least when you're sitting in class, you're all there for the same purpose. It's like to learn, but like, right. and you don't really have defined role. I mean, you're you're at desks of four kids maybe, mm-hmm. but you're all answering to one person, and you don't really get to be your own person out there because it's like you're being told what to do. Right. Hey, it's silent reading now, so shut the fuck up and read a book. <laughs> And stop eating fart crackers, Adam. <laughs> Which, by the way, uh, s- silent reading code for uh, teachers got a hangover. Uh, kids, That's shut the hilarious. fuck up. That's hilarious. <laughs> stop talking. I don't want to talk. I don't want to hear you talk. Yeah, and I've shown movies the last three days. I yeah, can't. Yeah. I, I can't do it for a fourth. Uh, Mrs. Greenland, we've watched The Chosen three times already. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. It's this, then To Kill a Mockingbird, then a sp- <laughs> 2001 Space Odyssey. If you don't like it, you can get the fuck out. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, they, they they always did that. And now you look back and like you realize that like, teachers are human. You're like, yeah, that's probably exactly yeah, no, what that's they a, were that's doing. A, yeah, of course. But like recess, it's just like you're trying to fit in. And I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you're you know with whether it's athletics or whatever. And it's like there's no those recess teachers. Man, they didn't actually do shit. Like no. they didn't like they're making sure you don't dunk after the whistle, mm-hmm. which was a rule for us. Like you can't shoot the ball after the whistle. Which is basically a power trip. Yeah. Um, don't get in fights. Yeah, monitor that stuff. Right. But, like, they're not monitoring. That's why, yo, and that's why I just ended up writing this uh, pilot about it, and mm-hmm. um, which I'm going to start shopping around where, because I worked at an elementary school as an assistant to the recess teacher, as I prefaced before my dig a hold of China joke, <laughs> which was real. Uh, not what I said to him, but, like, sure. everything, the, the, him asking me that with these eyes of, like, really thinking it was possible if we dug really fast and for mm-hmm. a couple weeks. But, it, like, I was a organizer of games like and and also not just but i really like got to know these kids and like you know didn't give them life lessons but like took more of an investment in them other than just being like hey don't step over the line or right. hey don't throw the ball that hard yeah it was like, uh, hey stop uh, crushing that one kid's skull with a yeah, rock please. i mean i would do that but like <laughs> sure you know in a not make the kid feel like shit or like single not but keep them all on the same level and i mean there was one kid that would it was tough, man. He, uh, I would single out the kids who were, were kind of like outcasts, and this one kid didn't play. They wouldn't pick him for dodgeball, so I took out one of the really good kids and put this kid on their team. And they were like, mm-hmm. what? Hey, I was like, dude, we're all playing the same. He's mm-hmm. good. I go, have you seen him throw or whatever? And this kid, I didn't even know if he could throw or not, but I was like, mm-hmm. I just want to get him on this other team so he can feel included. Dude, this kid fucking is throwing laser beams, nice. and the kid who was giving me shit was like, he's pretty good, hell yeah. And I five. I was like, dude, that's awesome. And now you're, ra- you're raising that kid's self-esteem. Yeah. That's good. Then there was another kid who was an outcast, and he always wanted to play Star Wars with me. So okay. he wanted to run around the, the, uh, the park improvising scenarios from Star Wars. Hey, okay. Brad, if you know anything about me, I don't know <laughs> shit about Star Wars other than that Harrison Ford was in it and he used to be a carpenter before he got Indiana Jones. Uh, and that Chewbacca, you know, makes the same noise that I make when I'm constipated on an airplane toilet. Uh, <laughs> Just a, oh, man. Yeah. I, oh. Not only are you 35,000 feet in the air and things are already not going to come out according to plan, but, uh, you know, nature has... All right. To, well, now I'm now I'm gonna know what to think when I'm two rows ahead of you and I just hear <laughs> from the back. I'm like, oh shit! Someone get Adam some prune juice. Someone get Adam some prune. Prune juice aisle seven. Make that happen. Uh, so this kid's like, let's play Star Wars. So we're running around. I kid you not. I should do this as a bit because we're running around and he's like, he's like, quick, we gotta get to the the. You know, quick, the Millennium Falcon. I go, yeah, the Millennium Falcon. I mean, that's, you know, that's just the cafeteria. I wonder if it's Taco Tuesday. Can we take a little break? <laughs> you know, and then uh, and he's like, you know, hurry, hurry, the stormtroopers are coming after us. And I take out, like, a, a fake stick. I was like, zoom, zoom. I start throwing yeah. it at him. He goes, what are you doing? 
I go, I was hitting him with the with the stick blazer. He goes, the what? <laughs> the stick blazer. Dude, it's when he goes, the what, after I said the stick laser. Oh, man. It was like my life flashed before my eyes. I was like, shit, man. I just let down a whole nation. I just let down right. a whole nation of kids. Yeah. As far as being, like, somebody they could relate to. And it's funny. Like, you're like you're the adult in that situation. I want to be like, yo, motherfucker. I'm 30 <laughs> years old. I don't know what the fuck we're playing with right now. What are we fighting these imaginary villains with, man? But think, that's the don't thing. Don't you smell that fucking cheese from the cafeteria? Is when you're, But when you're a kid, that's real. It's so real I to you. Do, yeah. and, and when someone comes out and says, yeah, I'm Han Solo, and I'm going to hit you with a stick laser, you're like, hey, asshole. Yeah. Uh, Han Solo doesn't have a stick laser, you fucktard. Yeah, dude. Uh, he's, got, he's got a blaster. Yeah. And, by, and by the way, he shot first. Fuck Greedo. Yeah. <laughs> like, there are rules to yeah. the imagination, though. Like, there, I mean, it's like, hey, man, you can think of anything. You can bring anything into this world. Just make believe world, but be somewhat like, you know, there are some rules like shit, man. The world of make believe on Mister Rogers, you know, when he was like, "Hey, let's go into the world of make believe," mm-hmm. and they went on that little train and they had King Friday and all those other fucking creepy ass puppets, uh, <laughs> you know, like anything went. Obviously, yeah. it was like you know, make believe. Yeah, it was like, hey, let's go over to the fucking the you know the I haven't seen it in a while, but it was, <laughs> it was like, you know, but like obviously there were still some rules you couldn't sure. like you know. Mr. Rogers couldn't just show up and be like, hey, who wants some ecstasy? You know, like, he <laughs> is like, hey, man, yes, you're using your imagination right now. Right. You're thinking outside the box. Well, Maybe don't give hallucinogenic yeah. pills to puppets. He, he wouldn't say ecstasy. He'd be like, I have peppermint candies that make you go on a magical journey. He'd be like, I have oh. peppermint candies. I like peppermint candies. I love how you say peppermint candies, by the way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, that, you hear a midget say Peppermint candies. It just puts a smile on your face. <laughs> that, that must be it. Yeah. Oh, dude, I I just realized something. We went all this time and didn't go back to your uh, uh, your penis story. <laughs> We've been doing the whole podcast. We do have about six seven minutes left. Yeah. So <clears throat> right. what's the uh, uh, what's well, the penis real, story? Well, I mean, real quick, it was it was about the woman saying booking penises, and so so re, uh, reset the scene. Re, re, I the audio real quick. Well, so she, uh, so she, so um, I was doing crowd work, and again talking about having an hour to do for stand up is great yeah. because you just get to take your time. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a lot more adventurous with my crowd work, and I'm, I allow to not just have quick moments. So I asked woman, I go, "What do you do?" She goes, "I, I she goes bookkeeping purposes," is what she had said, <laughs> or, bo- or bookkeeping pe- something. Yeah, and I go booking penises, and everyone laughs. I go, "I'm not trying to make a joke. I swear to God, I thought that's what you just said." <laughs> I go, "Now, if you actually are like you hire male gigolos." And mm-hmm. you're trying to be like fancy with the description. Maybe you don't think that I understand the world that you live in. So right. you're like, let me just, I don't want to just come out and say it. Like, I'm booking penises. Like, the same guy. It's like when you're like, hey, what do you do? Oh, I put meat on bread. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a Subway sandwich artist. Like, <laughs> you know. And so I go, booking penises. I go, maybe you're booking a band called Penises. I go, the names of bands are so <laughs> crazy these days. Maybe it's like, I'm booking penises yeah. around the country. Yeah. You let, let, me, let me finish my sentence. I'm booking them in Nebraska, Toledo, Tallahassee, wherever they'll play. You know what it's like, comedian. You're in Denver. And, uh, and so, she, uh, so she was like, uh, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, booking penises, like that's, you know, that could be the name of a band. I mean, obviously. Sure. You know, and then I go off on this whole rant about, like, if your music's good, you can be named anything. That's the beauty of having a band. You know? Absolutely. If, you know, if U2 was me, three, nobody would have given two shits, you know? <laughs> if the Beatles were the Beaners, you'd be like, well, that's kind of racist, but I'm still going to go see their show in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, you know, and I started making up all these weird band names, like, you know, uh, hey, you guys know if the Queefy Peanuts are playing tonight? <laughs> and, uh, hey, if, like you said, if, if their music rocks. Yo, two for Queefy Peanuts. You're good. Yeah, you're gonna go. 
So then um, a guy slowly uh, gets up to leave, and, and um, we had some other penis. Oh, and he gets up to leave, and I go, I go, oh, you had enough, man? He goes, yeah. And then he pauses, and he goes, no, I'm going to go take care of the penis. <laughs> and he walks to the bathroom, and I start laughing, and I go, Good hey, call. man. I go, you know what's funny? I go, when you said yeah, in my head I went, fuck this guy. <laughs> and then when you went, going to go take care of the penis, funniest thing I've heard in the last two years. Yeah. And I go, now we're friends. And that then, was good. Uh, and then I go, and then I go, taking care of the penis. I go, what a weird way to say that you're going to go to the bathroom. I go, but maybe that's a very, you know, because I know, obviously, we know what he's going to go do. And then right. I, I pause and I go, now that I think about it, I think this guy's going to beat off in the bathroom. Somebody better go stop him. I go, security? I go, anyone who, who gets up and goes, I'm going to go take care of the penis. Because, hey, man, if you're peeing, you're not taking care of anything. The no. penis is doing the work. Right. You're taking care of it. Yeah. You're taking matters into your own hands, literally. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> And so this is all happening on stage. That's then, awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But so, again, having all that time to take the time to let those yeah. moments happen. Because I still, because then at that point I got up to about 40 minutes. And mm-hmm. I had light me. And I go, look, light me at 40. I'll probably do 50. Yep. And I go, uh, and then I, I still had a ton of material left. Good. And uh, I didn't even get to probably 20 minutes of stuff that I do because I was working on a lot of new stuff. Yeah, doing crowd work and, uh, and everything like that. Yeah, so then I did maybe you. about... Uh, you know, what well, did just 20 more after that, and I checked in with people to see if they wanted to stick around, and everybody was down, and then uh, nice, and then that was that's it. good. Well, uh, my question for you also so this was like your first, like you've headlined before, but this I've been on a few weekends like in Vegas and then uh-huh. the Atlanta Improv and the Lake Tahoe Improv. How, uh, is so this was like, I mean, this, I mean, you know, and those were great weekends, uh, but I mean, this was, um, I mean, a club that. You've heard so much yeah, about. Pretty, yeah, it's pretty prestigious. So totally. Like, All right. And a lot, I mean, dude, I mean, Harlan was just there, Jay Moore coming mm-hmm. up as a tell, you know, um, Saget. So it's like, yeah, man. Like, uh, and you forget to, uh, in this whole business in general, to pat yourself on the back sometimes. It's like, hey, man, they're not just giving me a one-nighter because they had a free night. Like, right. they had to approve, like, you know, through my agent pitching me, through being there, the other club with Chris, mm-hmm. through whatever they saw. I mean, they've got local guys. They've got. Yeah, they could also say no, guys. man. I mean, obviously right. they want business versus no business. But and there was about eighty people there in the crowd on Sunday night, which mm-hmm. was uh, fine for a Sunday, you yeah. know, and with not being a draw or whatever. But um, it, it works out. But well. like, still, yeah, getting to headline, like, do an hour at a, a club like that, you're like, yeah, that's pretty awesome. That I got mm-hmm. to do that. Um, Good man. And then uh, how'd you deal with the uh, check drop? Because that, because that was always yeah. the, that was always the weirdest part going from feature to headline. Oh, it was, I was doing my fat kid jokes. Yeah, and so uh, some of them started slowing oh, down. And, then and, I could... and, and just so our, our listeners know, the check drop is when the headliner is on stage at about thirty thirty five minutes in. They they you guys need to pay, so they drop checks. Now this is usually a shitty time to be a headliner because you guys are all paying attention to the comedy. You guys are in there. You're, you guys are in that comedic zone with us. Yeah. Then the checks drop, and you're like, oh. Well, now let's figure out how to split this bill up. I got to pay the What? They charge $14 for a Mai Tai? Fuck these people. Yeah. And now the audience is kind of lost, and but you're still having to make them laugh. Oh, yeah. Because some people are Because some people are still listening. Some yeah. people have already done their checks. Some people are getting ready to bail on their checks. <laughs> Don't even say it. Yeah, so that's uh, so that 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 was always the hardest part for me going from No, I mean, sorry, I acknowledged it for a minute, and then I just was like, and I just started to power through. And then a few of these jokes back, and then after I did a couple more fat kid jokes, I go, man, I go, I go, is this, uh, I go, you guys all got fat kids? You're getting super quiet on me. I go, is this, like, have <laughs> I struck a chord? And then, you know, and then you're just looking down and, like, you can't stop because, you no. know, you have to. So I kept powering through, and then I ended up doing a little more crowd work with the pothead in the front row. I talked about how the altitude change really fucked me up and how it was the, oh, yeah, it you does. know, 
uh, everyone says one drink will fuck you up, one drink will fuck you up, and I yeah. didn't really realize it, but it is true because up until I came to Denver, it was the first time I tried to rob a Seven <laughs> Eleven on half a glass of Pinot Grigio. <laughs> <laughs> I go, but hey, sometimes you just need that Kit Kat, man. Hey, Pinot will fuck you up, man. Uh, I, I think there's uh, many. Uh, speaking of drinks, there's many fruity drinks uh, and rum drinks down down by the pool right now uh, here in the Cabo Azul Resort in yeah. Mexico. I think. I think we should go get them. I think you and I should go get them. Yeah. Uh, thanks for Great show. Yeah, thanks for listening. A- a- Adam, where can they find you? Uh, find me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Uh, all the videos AdamRayTV.com. A lot of tour dates starting to book up, so check out uh, all the sites on there. And then uh, be on Chelsea lately, June twenty fourth. Hell yeah, Ferguson, June twelfth. Yeah, buddy. Be plugging the fuck out of the podcast. Darn, darn right. And our <laughs> brand new home with the fake mustache studios. Oh yeah. Thank you, Jay Moore. Oh, this, yeah, this episode will be appearing on. Yeah, dude, Jay Moore. So I, I can't even tell you how fired up about, I am about this. I've been, he's no joke my favorite podcast. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's got others like uh, the Crab Feast on oh, there. Oh, yeah, is great. dude. Jay and Ryan Sickler, Jay mm-hmm. Larson, Ryan Sickler, incredible. It's, uh, we're, we're honored to be a part of this and uh, hopefully bring some nice flavor to it and, yeah. and help grow the viewership. So we, so we love our new home. Uh, follow me on Twitter at funnybrad, bradwilliamscomedy.com. I'm booked up pretty much until the end of September, so yeah. every week. So find I'm out. Brad in the city. Yeah, find out when I'm coming to you. Uh, and then, so yeah, this is for, for Adam Ray, Brad Williams. John Stamos will be a guest next week. So uh, Yeah, sh- John Stamos. So shout out to John Wait, Stamos. Wait, are we going to start saying that John Stamos is or that we want John Stamos? Like, uh, or sorry we didn't have time for John Stamos? Well, but we got to figure out what we're going to do. Well, see, <clears throat> Kimmel does sorry, Matt Damon, we didn't have time. Yeah. So, so I think I'm going to do... Because I don't want to actually start getting people... We need to let people know, because if they... I mean, <laughs> they start coming back and there's no Stamos. And like, Yo, this is some sick sick trick. So I'm just going to say uh, that we're very excited to have John Stamos on next week. Great. That's all you need to say. <laughs> so, that, so that's going to be my thing Perfect. with him. Uh, for, for Adam Ray, I'm Brad Williams. It's the About Last Night Show. Please try to remember our names in the morning. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleisinger. Schleisinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.